Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. And on the World Wide Web, this is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Here's the number, guys, 800-922-6680. I uh, hope you'll excuse the voice. This is... uh, I guess biannual uh, cold that I get. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but uh, it's kind of funny. My daughter is experiencing the exact same symptoms the exact same days that I am. So could be segueing into uh, allergies for all I know. Uh, a couple of things real quick before we dive back into some of the action on Capitol Hill yesterday with uh, the testimony of John Durham and the questioning, including Matt Gates, by the way, who, who took him to task. Because as much as we were glad to see that John Durham's report is out and now that everything in it is out and we know that the Russia collusion hoax was just that and we know all of the uh, the branches of the government essentially were involved. We know that uh, uh, you know the mainstream media was involved. Big social media was involved. Uh, we know that it was an attempted coup of Donald Trump who was the elected president at the time and you know all of that. Matt Gates though held John Durham to account because uh, with all of this news yesterday, who's who's being held to account? Who's being punished? Who's being arrested? Who's being investigated? Uh, nobody. And so while I looked at the hearing, and it was nice to hear what I already knew, I guess, I haven't reinforced, we already know the Mueller report reflected the same thing, combined the two worth, what, $50 million of our tax money? And now we want people to be held to account. And uh, uh, Mr. Durham showed his swampiness. By saying, essentially, well, yeah, this all happened, and the FBI has made some adjustments, so let's just move on to business as usual. And I say, uh, no. People need to be punished. People need to be punished. Fox keeps making big mistakes. We all see that, uh, you know, their ratings have been cut by a third since they let go the only speaker of truth on the network, essentially, or at least that's what people believe. Tucker Carlson was the only bastion of truth on Fox who hadn't been sold out. Um, yesterday, of course, they, uh, they let go Geraldo Rivera, which will mean exactly um, nothing at all. Nothing at all for their ratings. If anything, it'll make them better. Uh, you know, remember when Juan Williams was on the five and, and you had Juan Williams on there because you needed a Democrat and the whole thing, you know? Uh, yeah, and, and what did Juan Williams ever add to the discussion other than just a target to uh, shoot down his, his uh, absolute ignorance? That was the same way with Geraldo Rivera. So Geraldo Rivera is, uh, is uh, leaving the five, leaving Fox News, 79-year-old, by the way. You know, I, I, I don't uh, dislike uh, uh, Geraldo Rivera as a person. 
I don't. I think he's a pretty interesting cat. Uh, I remember he used to be this uh, daredevil reporter, and then he had a TV show in the early 90s where he had subjects like uh, Nazi, Nazi midgets of the KKK. I, literally, that was one of his, uh, his, uh, his topics. I, I remember it. And then he, uh, of course, went on to uh, join Fox News and essentially be the uh, the liberal foil on the five, among other things. But uh, this really won't mean a whole lot for um, for Fox with uh, with uh, Geraldo leaving. Uh, oh, also today is uh, Diane Feinstein's ninetieth birthday. Ninetieth birthday. Uh, ailing Democrat faces growing concerns over her health after forgetting months-long absence from D.C. while gravely ill with the shingles. Uh, she was born in 1933, by the way. She's been in the Senate for 31 years, and she can't go to the bathroom by herself. But as we heard yesterday, the uh, James O'Keefe video had a uh, gatekeeper for BlackRock. He said that senators are cheap. You can get a senator for $10,000. And I got to thinking about this. And I'm not saying that every member of Congress is bought and paid for. But I'll bet you, I'll bet you there are a lot of them. I'll bet you there are some other laptops out there that, you know, if they had been abandoned at a laptop repair store, that there would be all sorts of hell to pay for other members of Congress, for other members of Congress. But, uh, but uh, I believe, and, and I, I believe that my, my thoughts yesterday were uh, basically reinforced when I said that the reason why they don't want term limits, uh, the American people would like term limits. Uh, we've been talking about it forever. We always get the runaround about term limits, right? We're always told that you can't really do term limits and this and that. But I think the reason why they don't want term limits is because there's probably a period when you enter Washington, D.C., uh, that is known as uh, a grooming period, if you will, where you are, you know, uh, you know very quietly encroached upon as a, uh, as a uh, member of the legislature. Excuse me. You may get some people stopping by. You may get a fruit basket delivered to the office. You may get a dinner, and then and then things start to kind of build from there, and you start going to cocktail parties. And then pretty soon, you know, somebody says something about, you know, we'd really like to donate to your reelection campaign. Well, we would love to have you on board. That's fantastic. And then maybe down the road a few years, you get to the point where that senator or that representative will, uh, you know, maybe uh, take a little spiff for a little vote here and there. And I would imagine that when a senator leaves the Senate, it leaves a very large hole for companies like, I don't know, maybe BlackRock, I'm just thinking out loud here, to uh, to have to regain all of the gains that they did with as far as uh, uh, re- a, a kind reception from lawmakers so they can continue their influence. You know, I mean, do you suppose there's any reason why Pfizer used to be just a $9 billion company? in its entire history, and then in 2021 went to a $90 billion company? Do you suppose that just happened organically? Do you? Do you suppose that BlackRock is worth $20 trillion accidentally? Or maybe, while they have four times our our national budget in, uh, in holdings, that maybe they might use a little bit of their sway, of their cash, of their influence to steer legislation in a direction that favors them. I'm just thinking out loud, but happy birthday to Diane. We're really happy for you. 
another uh, sad note we all know about the uh, the Ocean Gate uh, company and the submersible that is called the Titan that is uh, about 12,500 feet down in the North Atlantic near the uh, the wreck of the Titanic and as much as normally I would hold some sort of hope out and you know you had the baby Jessica story years and years ago she got stuck in a well and they got her out and we had the story of it was the Colombian miner that got stuck and they drilled a hole and they pulled him out in this this uh, pill-shaped container through hundreds of feet of earth to rescue all of them. Um, I'm, I'm doubtful this is going to be possible because it's never been possible before. Nobody's ever tried it. What they were hoping to do is send another submersible down, hook onto a hook on top of this submersible, and bring it up. But apparently they found a debris field near the Titanic. That would imply that the craft had a breach in its hull and imploded on itself. And as much as that sounds very cruel, it would probably have been the best way for the crew, if they were going to perish, to go. Because it was instantaneous and the people on the boat. It's, it's sad. There are five people on there. One of them is a young 19-year-old man. And his life uh, could be over. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, yesterday, uh, I saw an interview. This is with the owner of the sub company in a very telling and uh, rather, I don't even know. I don't know if this is karmic, but basically said that uh, the sub was, uh, was completely uh, invulnerable. Hush says his submersible is one of the safest forms of transportation in the world. You believe the Cyclops 2 is pretty much invulnerable. By the time we're done testing it? I believe it's pretty much invulnerable. And that's pretty much what they said about the Titanic. That's right. <laughs> and I will go on all the first dives, put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. Chip Reed, CBS News, New York. All right. You can hear I've got a, I've got a worker in my other room here working on the house. I'm going to have to go tell them to uh, quiet down. This is what you do when you work at home. Uh, let's move into, hold on one second. All right, here we go. I just told him I'm on the radio. Um, like I said, uh, it probably would have been easier to uh, rescue someone from the moon. Um, more people have been in space than have been down that deep in our oceans. And uh, so this could be a, a number of things. This could be the, uh, the ship losing power, the batteries failing, uh, sinking to the bottom, or it could be a breach in the hull, which ultimately would have resulted in a hull breach and would have also resulted in an instantaneous end of life for those on board. So um, I would like to be optimistic, and I, and I don't like to be uh, anything. But I think you'd have to uh, agree that I'm, I'm optimistic about things. But um, all, I, all I would do is just... You know, pray, but it doesn't look uh, it doesn't look good. John Durham said that uh, this was a sobering report by the FBI. By the way, sobering report by the FBI. He said that uh, their findings were sobering. I can tell you, spent forty years plus as a prosecutor. They were particularly sobering to me. The 316-page report critical of the FBI says agents showed confirmation bias. Think about this. Think about confirmation bias. And then I'm going to tell you why confirmation bias is a tried-and-true tack of totalitarians. A tried-and-true tack of totalitarians. 
<laughs> Confirmation bias, finding that the basis for opening investigation into whether Trump's campaign was coordinating with Russia in 2016 was seriously flawed. See, the FBI used a tried-and-true uh, Stalinistic technique, and they've done the same thing to get the FISA court to issue a warrant to surveil Donald Trump a wholesale warrant of everything Donald Trump. That's what it gave them. All electronic surveillance of Donald Trump during his campaign, during his his uh, transition team and presidency. It was a wholesale dragnet to find anything wrong. Anything wrong. They didn't find anything, so they made stuff up. They did the same thing to get the warrant for the search of Mar-a-Lago. The FBI had already been there, but they went back and they got a warrant and they did a surprise raid of Mar-a-Lago with nothing in particular in mind. There was not one specific document in mind. They just were there to get as much as they could to find a crime. That, my friends, is confirmation bias. That's what this is all about. Now, yesterday on Capitol Hill, Matt Gates, who maybe Donald Trump should consider him as a running mate. I swear to God. I mean, he is a firebrand. He's smart. He is uh, someone you and I can trust, I think. Um, he's also much younger. I'm just throwing this out. I'm just saying it. But here is Matt Gates. And he uh, called out, and, and there was kind of a love fest of John Durham yesterday. I think Republicans were so glad to have somebody there they could question that was irrefutable. The evidence presented, absolutely irrefutable. Nice try by Adam Schiff. Nice try by other Democrats, including Eric Swalwell. Uh, nice try, but irrefutable evidence. The problem is nobody being held to account. We pursued the facts as best we could. Well, how about this fact? That we have. Okay, how about this fact, Mr. Durham? The entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phone in synchronization to wipe away evidence. Did you investigate that? That all happened. They wiped all of their phones. The only way that could happen is if somebody told them to do it. Kind of sounds like what Hillary Clinton did with her staffers. I've read that. Why didn't, did you investigate? Yeah, why did you do it? Who gave the order on the Mueller team to, to wipe the phones? Yeah, that was not something that we were um, asked to look at, and we well, didn't No, look that's at not that. true, Mr. Durham. That is not true, because I'm holding the document that authorizes your activity, and it specifically says the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. It's in par Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the order that says that you're supposed to inter investigate these things. It sounds to me like Mueller did just what he had to. Just what he had to to get through this, and then it hoped to just leave this behind. But we're not going to let that happen. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. Johnny, you hold on. You'll be next. This is The Rob Carson Show. This country was made by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers, lovers, and true patriots. We're Newsmax, and we're their heirs, and so are you. Newsmax TV, real news for real people. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. 
It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and uh, we're going to get to more of the uh, what happened on Capitol yesterday and, and John Durham. And I and I think the Durham probe was uh, was valuable, but he, he left out the whole holding th- uh, people accountable thing, which was very swampy. Uh, fortunately, uh, they voted to censure Adam Schiff, and hopefully that is a good start to uh, beginning to hold people accountable for all of the nonsense, all the malfeasance, all the abuses and usurpations of the uh, Russia probe, as well as other ways that the American people and and President Donald Trump, candidate Donald Trump, citizen Donald Trump have been subjected to. Before we do that, let's go to uh, Johnny in uh, Hamilton, Maryland, I guess. Uh, Johnny, welcome. It's where? Hey, it is in Maryland. Johnny, what's up, buddy? Go ahead. Now, I, I agree with you completely about it, which is catastrophic structural failure when that's the merciful. The yep. last time they had communication was, a, I believe, an hour and 45 in the dive. Is that correct? I don't have that in front of me, my friend. But anyway, by the rate of descent, that submersible was probably about 8,000 feet. They had two executors, officers on that company. What Two were fired. One was fired when he complained about that composite structure that held it. He said it wasn't going to hold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like... It from the pressure. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like what you're saying, Johnny, is it may have imploded at around 8,000 feet and then the debris field just set to the bottom. They said they heard some pounding every 30 minutes. They heard it uh, pounding, and then somebody else said that was just the noise of the sea. Or That could be under that depth, sir, in that debris field. They have currents. That could be just debris hitting something on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, Johnny, I appreciate your expertise, my friend. Thank you very much. You know, you think about this. Um, I think you'd be better off climbing Everest. I do. That's what other uh, rich people do also. They spend 60K, 70K, 100K, they go climb Everest. You might have a better, better chance of doing that, but a lot of people die going up Everest. A lot of people go uh, die going up Everest. This is something, I don't know. I mean, if I were on the Woods Hole Observatory submersible uh, with the guy who, uh, who found the Titanic, I don't, I don't know if I'd go down then, let alone in a submarine where a guy is controlling it with a uh, PlayStation um, game trawler. I don't know. Uh, whatever. It's, it's sad. It's tragic. And, and maybe there's a point where we just say the pictures are fine, you know? Honestly, I mean, you take a you you roll the dice on this. It, can, it will never be normal just to go down to the Titanic, so you take a risk. But uh, that said, uh, all we can do really right now is just open pray, and it doesn't look very good. So, um, yeah, I was talking about uh, John Durham and the uh, the report yesterday, and he left out everything but the accountability. And when you look at the the amount of uh, malfeasance that was done by not only people like Adam Schiff, but also everybody who knew about it, everybody knew about it. The goal was to take down Donald Trump when he was running and then destroy his presidency. And we had government agencies actually involved in doing so, covering up evidence, creating evidence, getting a FISA warrant based on nothing so they could find something, then prove to the FISA court, aha, 
we got something. I've got some audio from a guy yesterday, kind of became a, uh, uh, a star yesterday. Ben Klein talked about that yesterday, a little bit more from uh, Chip Roy as well yesterday on Capitol Hill. Then I want to get into the fact that half of Americans believe Hunter Biden, Biden got a sweet deal. A very sweet deal from the federal government. You know, I'm going to go ahead and play the Ben Klein right now. I want you to listen to this guy. This is Ben Klein, again, talking about what I said, which was, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. What did the investigators mean when they said they hoped the returns on the Carter Page Vice application would, quote, self-corroborate? <clears throat> that is another uh, troublesome uh, thing. Maybe agent was saying, well, if we can get on... Um, um, surveillance, electronic surveillance of Page, then we'll find out essentially whether we really do have probable cause or not. Find the man, find the man, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. Corroborate in that sense. Are investigators supposed to corroborate information before or after it's included in a FISA application? Yeah, um, you have to have that before you intrude in the liberties of American citizens. Yeah. They did that at Mar-a-Lago, too. They got a warrant. They went in. They didn't exactly know what they were going to find, but they found something. Then they created 37 charges out of whole cloth. People have to pay. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Are you at war with your skin? Occasionally, I am agonizing, unbearable itch, uncontrollable scratching, affecting all aspects of your life, even worse if it's your baby. There's no peace or sleep for anybody in the family. Take control with 100% drug-free, doctor-developed topical eczemate. It's more than itch-free skin. It's your life. Enjoy outdoor family activities or simply a shower without the sting of 1,000 needles. Become comfortable with intimacy again. No matter where the itch or why, with eczemate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Go to stopitchnow.com. That's stopitchnow.com. Or call 800-854-1262. That's 800-854-1262. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Uh, we'll have some more on the Durham testimony. Also, Americans believe Hunter Biden got a, a special treatment from the prosecutors when he cut a sweetheart deal. So uh, MSNBC can say, oh, he's a poor kid and he was, you know, his brother died and his, you know, this and that. And people are buying it. They know that uh, this is. Uh, we are living a tale of two cities. We have a bourgeois and a proletariat. We are the proletariat. We are the ones who shop at Dollar General for our groceries. They eat foie gras and send trillions of dollars overseas to other countries while ignoring people in East Palestine, Ohio, and America's inner cities. And the next thing, now that we have a, uh, uh, a proletariat and a uh, bourgeois, we have a Bastille in Washington, D.C., filled with political prisoners. And the next thing, what comes after that in the French Revolution? The beheadings. No, not beheading people, but the agencies that have taken part in all of this need to have their heads cut off. It ne they need to be defunded, broken up. A whole lot of people need to go to jail. That's it. A whole lot of people need to go to jail. So we'll get to that in a minute. I want to share something real quick. I, I've gotten the uh, thumbs up. It looks like we're going to be taking the show on the road to New Hampshire, hopefully in early August. This is very exciting because we are on a bunch of radio stations in New Hampshire, the voice of New Hampshire, and Jack Heath uh, leads that uh, terrific team of people. So we're looking forward 
to going to New Hampshire. It'll be the first time I've ever been to New Hampshire. This is a really big deal for a guy who was selling cars two years ago after, you know, 25 years of abuse by radio. So uh, it is beyond, almost beyond comprehension for me to go during the height of the political season in New Hampshire and be invited. It means a lot. Here's the other part of that. I'm going to have to buy new clothes. Now, about a week ago, and I'm, I'm sharing this because I, I hope that maybe, I don't know if I can provide inspiration or maybe something to relate to. You know that a couple years ago, I quit drinking. All right. I was drinking way too much. My life started to spiral, spiral out of control after I was fired from a job in 2013. Uh, a year and a half of unemployment, moved to Kansas City for a radio job, fired two years into a three-year deal because I made too much money, was out of work for a year. My wife was leaving me. I, I could have easily ended up, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm dead. And I started selling cars. I still emotionally was drained and beaten down. And I got discovered by a guy named Chris Ruddy, who owns Newsmax. And he'd never heard of me before. A lot of people in the industry, in the broadcast industry, know me. They think I'm a guy who does morning radio. I'm a guy who does afternoon radio, but not necessarily a political pundit and talk show host, which is kind of silly because I wrote for Rush Limbaugh for 25 years. That said, one day, after a thousand nights of praying to God to either heal me of my uh, addiction to alcohol or let me die. And I did. I was praying for that. I was praying for it. Because at that point, I thought that my life insurance policy was worth more than my life. But one night, I had a miraculous healing. One day, I had been to the hospital when I tried to quit drinking on my own three times with a heart rate of 170, blood pressure 190 over 110, bordering on a stroke. That's what happens when you try to quit drinking like that. And then one night, I just stopped. I didn't have any withdrawal. I didn't have to go to a 12-step program. I didn't have to go to an AA meeting. I couldn't even remember the taste of alcohol. It was amazing. I lost 40 pounds right then, boom, just like that. Well, the latest update to that story, still not drinking, still don't want it. Been on vacation a couple times, been to Christmas parties, have booze in the house. I don't even, it's like it doesn't even exist. It's like it doesn't even exist. But the thing is, when you, when you lose weight after drinking, you think, oh, that gives me, uh, obviously, the reason why I weighed so much was because I drank so much. Well, no, not exactly. See, because when you replace the booze with an excuse to, I can eat frozen pizza, and I can eat uh, you know Chinese food, and I can eat all of this at night. I'm not talking about Chinese food being bad, but like sweet and sour chicken my daughter would order, all these things. And I started putting on the weight again, and I went to uh, uh, a CVS a couple weeks ago, and I put my arm in a blood pressure cup, cuff, and it, it showed that it was high. So I said, I got to go to the doctor. I want to, you know, and I've been afraid to go to the doctor forever. I've been afraid of the news I'd get. And a lot of men do that, right? Women every year, you go in, you get your mammogram, you get your gyno. Men don't. We just go, oh, it's something, it'll go away. Right? Isn't that what we do? You know it, women. You know it as well as I do. And I went into my doctor and I said, I need to figure out what's going on. And he took my blood pressure and he gave me a med to go on to bring it down. He said, come and see me a month. I said, okay. And I knew what I would have to do is cease all of the junk when i quit drinking i went through an insane sweet craving stage where i one night i ate three crumble cookies these things are the size of i don't even four cookies and and i and i just and i i went through that phase then i moved into the and then like what happened to me when i stopped drinking 
literally that day, all of the cravings went away. All of the cravings went away. My kids, we've had frozen pizza, we've had regular pizza, we have this, that, and this in the house, and I haven't been even tempted. It's just, it came out of nowhere. And in those 10 days since my doctor's office visit, are you ready for this? I lost 11 pounds. I lost 11 pounds. It was like my body going, gone. And I have been on diets. I like to say that I'm, I'm so good at yo-yo dieting that I've begun doing tricks. I like do walk the dog, uh, the butterfly, you know, all that. It, it's gotten that bad. But this time something happened. And maybe it's the, maybe it's, you know, fear of uh, death. <laughs> or maybe I'm getting some help. I don't know. But, uh, but I've lost 11 pounds in 10 days, and I don't have a craving. I don't want anything. I'm not hungry for anything. I'm happy with some grapes or an apple. It's, it's crazy. And so if you're any of the things that I've just said, if you're suffering through them, particularly the fits of addiction, don't give up. Realize you're worth more than a life insurance policy. There is light. There really, really is. I swear to God in heaven, there is light. I believe my faith. I believe, I believe that I've gotten help. I do. So you may think that is uh, foolhardy. You may think that's whatever. But I really, really do. I've seen it work too many ways. My life is completely changed from where it was. Completely changed. And so when I go to New Hampshire to broadcast in early August, I hope to be down from, I started with a, are you ready? Sit down. I've never even dreamed of this. I had a 46, 48 inch waist. What the hell? When did that happen? Now I've got a 38. And by the time all is said and done, between 35 and 36. And I hope to get down to about 220 pounds. And uh, it just, I don't know. It's, it's. Something happened. You know, Donald Trump said the seal has been broken when he talked about uh, all of the knowledge of malfeasance in the government. Maybe the seal broke in my life. And and I broke through all of the things that held me back mentally and physically and spiritually. And it, it's really profound and glorious. And I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. I, I believe that there's a, a plan for me. I believe there is a reason that brought us together, you and me, the country as it is, the state of the world as it is, the movement that's happening in this country toward freedom and positivity and embracing joy and patriotism. I just think there's a reason for it. I think there's an earthquake coming to this country. A very positive earthquake for good. So, like I said, if you're struggling and you feel like you've reached rock bottom, believe. Believe. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. When I was in the throes of unemployment and uh, alcohol and sleeping all day just so I wouldn't have to be awake, just so I could sleep through the misery of life. I did that a bunch. I did that so much. 
I would like get up and I'd just say, you know what? I'm going to have a couple glasses of wine so I can pass out and sleep some more. I will never, ever, ever do that again. Maybe your addiction is something else. Maybe it's something worse. Maybe it's heroin. Maybe it's some sort of painkiller. Maybe it's Vicodin. Maybe it's whatever. There's so much there. There's always going to be hope. There's always going to be hope. So I hope that I can maybe serve as an example. Uh, I've always kind of served as an example, but not a very good one. Maybe maybe be uh, serve as an example for good for a change. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. There are too many people who love you. Don't give up. There is hope. Do it. Let yourself go. Just say, I need help. I need to be saved. I need help. Don't be afraid to ask your friends and family. Don't think that they look down their noses at you because you are suffering. They want to help you. They're just waiting for you to help yourself. So don't ask. Don't forget. And and, and don't be afraid to ask those around you to be honest and say, I am struggling so badly. I need your help. And then say the same to God. And you'll see a transformation in me. Maybe you've heard a transformation. Wait till you see what's coming. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. All right. Um, let's move on to other stuff. Let's get back to this uh, this Durham report a little bit, and then we're going to move on to some other stuff. I do want to play Jim Jordan here. Jim Jordan, uh, one of the the worst things about all of this uh, this FBI collusion hoax was that so many people were involved very openly about it, so brazen about it, and literally they they looked at the the will of the American people as a an obstacle, a very small speed bump on the road to removing their president. To, uh, to removing their president. Um, I'm going to play the Jim Jordan in a second. I want to go to Debbie in Towson, Maryland first, though. Debbie, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Oh, I just want to tell you, Rob, your honesty and your transparency are going to help an awful lot of people that are suffering from I gotta tell addiction. You. Your willingness to just bear all is wonderful and i just wanted to tell you that thank I've you struggles on my own yeah and um your willingness to speak out is absolutely amazing well debbie you know maybe maybe that maybe that uh, my miraculous recovery came around in a time when so many i mean there are so many people right now debbie who were in where i was men women children you know, suicide going through the ceiling, cutting rates of cutting for children going through the ceiling, and and maybe maybe that hopefully that'll help those because I've never seen the amount of suffering that I'm seeing that I do right now, Debbie, and I just want to I just want to I I just hope that I'm being used for good to help people. Yes, you are. I'm telling you, you are very right. much. So. Well, God bless you, girl. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go get a glass of water, get this throat feeling better. We'll dive back into the substance of the show. Uh, and, and, and then, you know what? Um, I think we're going to move to the Riley Gaines thing and the other stuff. We've been on this, uh, this collusion thing for a while. I think we're going to move on. Does that okay? Does that sound cool? Because I'm, uh, I'm kind of done with it today. 
Uh, we have much more to get to. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and here's Led Zeppelin. Thank you very much. I need to get that whole lot of love bumper going. That's the greatest song ever recorded in rock and roll history. I think anyway. I think anyway. Hey, um, you know, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i a big fan of Parks and Rec. You ever watch Parks and Rec? It's a, uh, it's a really, really funny show. It's brilliant. One of the greatest. Uh, and it's kind of funny because this character is um, Ron Swanson. You ever seen Ron Swanson? He's a conservative. He's a conservative, and one of the things that it, he just, he's awesome. Everything he does is awesome. He likes red meat. He eats all the bacon in the restaurant. When he orders something from the restaurant, he says, they, do you have bacon? And the guy says, yes. He says, I'd like bacon. Goes, order a bacon. The guy says, I'm ordering bacon. Ron says, no, I want all of the bacon. That's the way he is. And, and the other day I see this one, and he, he was being asked by a financial planner what, what, how much money he has, and he says that it's all in gold. He said it's all in gold, and that, that was kind of a punchline, right? But actually, you think about it, it's uh, probably a really good idea to have it right now. Uh, I, there are a lot of things that have happened that are unprecedented in the last few years. And, uh, for instance, I don't know, three years ago when there was no toilet paper in stores and the, uh, meat, uh, the meat section was empty. Do you remember that? I remember that. So if that can happen, don't you suppose other really bad things could happen to our economy and our currency? Three major bank failures this year. Three major bank failures this year, a Fed that doesn't know what the heck it's doing. My wife and I decided that we would call Swiss America. I heard Dr. Michael Savage talking about Swiss America, and there are a lot of gold uh, and precious metals uh, uh, vendors out there. Swiss America's the deal, the cream of the crop, the one. And I heard the doctor talking about it. I saw they had an A-plus rating for Better Business Bureau. And I decided that with my wife, I said, honey, let's convert that 401k from the car dealership for three years into gold. And I thought she'd say, well, I don't know. Now, she dove into it, and she went, oh, my God. And we called this number. I want you to write down this number because this is the package I've got right in front of me. It's called the secret war on cash. All right, so uh, it, write down this number. You owe it to yourself to write down the numbers, 800-289-2646. All right, 800-289-2646. You can also text, but either way, say my name, Rob Carson. You will get this terrific piece about the secret war on cash in this country. You can educate yourself. And then you can decide what you want to do. But I'm telling you, we are taking this 401k and converting it to precious metals. So uh, please get and read The Secret War on Cash. It is free to my listeners. All right? So just mention Rob Carson. That's me. Yeah, that's me right here. 800-289-2646. All right? You can also text and just uh, just uh, say my name uh, right there. And then, of course, you can also go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. That's easy. And you do that right now if you're at your desk. SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. You're going to learn a lot. I'm going to learn a lot. I'm waiting to get this all transferred and get it going. But I wanted to take this piece of our retirement, which isn't all of our retirement, but just a, a part of it. This makes sense. Get gold with Swiss America. Again, 800-289-2646. You can call or text. Mention my name, Rob Carson. Or go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply. There you go. I think Mr. Jim Gossett did us something uh, for today about an Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff, the censored Schiff. Enjoy. Schiff and Swalwell, 
dismissal at all. Well, kicked off that committee. Bye-bye. The fact they're still around's a pity. Pencil necks a proven liar. <laughs> Swalwell's a traitor. Both of them. That's why McCarthy told them both, hey, guys. I'll see you later, Eric and Adam, Eric and Adam. Kevin had a right to be mad, Adam. Was a wise decision, cause both of them, yes, both of them, the two of them should be in prison. Hey, man. Here is Eric Swalwell yesterday, who, by the way, had sex with a Chinese spy for uh, a long time, and then here he is uh, defending Adam Schiff. said to the country, you are decent. Donald Trump is not who you are. So I asked my colleagues, are you as decent as Donald Trump? Will you be remembered as footnotes and foot soldiers in history's books that chronicle Donald Trump's corruption? Or will you be as decent as Adam Schiff? As decent as Adam Schiff. There you go. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. America, on air and on the World Wide Web, this is The Rob Carson Show. It is the last hour of The Rob Carson Show. I hope you'll uh, pardon the voice. I've got a little uh, whatever it is. Had it for about uh, two weeks. Generally, it takes me about two weeks to get rid of a cold and... Got a little bit of allergy action going on. Here's the number. It is 800-922-6680. It's kind of interesting. You know, Katanji Brown-Jackson, who is the only Supreme Court justice who doesn't know what a woman is. Literally, we've got a person on the Supreme Court. The Democrat Party put a person on the Supreme Court who could not uh, tell us what a woman is. That's how stupid things have gotten. I mean, honestly, literally, 10 years ago, Supreme Court nominee, what's a woman? I have no, no, no idea. Okay, thanks for coming. Appreciate it. We'll keep your resume right here, and we'll give you a call if we need anything. That's it. That's how stupid and insane the world has become. That we have a woman on the Supreme Court who literally believes, does not know what a woman is, doesn't know that a woman is an adult female. Honestly, this is the year we have to return from nonsense to common sense. That said, Katanji Brown-Jackson, her husband comes from a uh, line of slavers. It's kind of interesting. That's a little, that's a conundrum for a liberal Democrat, isn't it? You're screaming about how you need ra- you need reparations and all that, and then you find out your husband, his ancestors owned yours. That'd be a little weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. So uh, uh, she seems to be obsessed with, uh, with race, but apparently the uh, Washington Post did a little uh, uh, genealogical uh, look at her, and Katanji Brown-Jackson's uh, uh, ancestors were enslaved. Her husbands were slavers. John Green, believed to be an ancestor of the Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson, got off a scooter from Trinidad in Charleston. He was immediately enslaved and dispatched to a plantation. According to family lore, when John Howland, the 10th uh, great-grandfather of Jackson's husband, 
husband, Patrick Jackson, disembarked the Mayflower. Holy hell, this is pretty crazy. Uh, at Plymouth, Massachusetts, he was given the housing and several acres. Not a mule in 40, by the way. So anyway, uh, Patrick Jackson's great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Peter Chardon Books, was the richest man in New, New England when he died. And uh, like I said, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson's husband's uh, ancestors had slaves, and her ancestors were slaves. I guess we're kind of even, Stephen, on the reparations thing, right? Wouldn't you be like, you know, you know, listen, you are, you are the ancestor of a slave, but you're married to the ancestor of a master. So uh, I think we're even, Stephen. All right, there you go. Um, half of Americans believe Hunter Biden got a special deal from prosecutors when he cut a sweetheart deal to uh, pleading tax to two, uh, to, to two uh, tax charges. Now, you think about the things. He had two misdemeanor charges on owing taxes on $1.2 million. Those are misdemeanor charges. <laughs> Tell that to uh, Wesley Snipes. He spent three years in jail for not paying his taxes. And there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time in jail for not paying their taxes and a whole hell of a lot of people in jail on gun charges like Hunter Biden had. I find it funny. I find it curious. And I mentioned this earlier, that the Democrat Party, in particular the NAACP, always talks about the disparate impact of punishment by the, the, the justice system on black people versus others. Uh, that's that's why they're defu- they've defunded the police. That's why idiots like uh, Alvin Bragg are in charge in in New York. It's all about uh, restorative justice and whatnot, right? And then the top of our government, we have a white guy who has a history of racism his entire life. If you don't vote for him, you ain't black. He's been given a pass every way, shape, or form you could ever imagine on his abject racism, old-timey, grandpa kind of racism. And then we find out his family is profoundly corrupt, still getting, getting bribes and graft from all of our enemies to the tune of maybe $30 million or more. You got bank records, you got everything, and then you find the FBI sat on three charges for five years, not paying taxes on $1.2 million of income, and a gun charge he lied about being in a crack addict when he got a gun, not only that, did you know this? Did you know this? He also, there's on the laptop, on the laptop, there was a video of him playing with the gun. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, uh, this is kind of interesting because there's this lawyer named Kodiak Black. He is denouncing Hunter's special treatment uh, after he was charged with the same weapons crime. He said, his lawyer, there's no such thing as not getting jail time on a gun charge on any kind of gun charge. That's what he says. So that's the kind of sweet deal he got. It's, it's kind of amazing. And, uh, and Christopher Clark is his lead attorney. He revealed Tuesday he was never asked about the infamous Hunter Biden laptop as part of the criminal investigation into the first son. Can you, can you believe that? that? That's kind of bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. I, he says, I can't recall being asked about it, to be honest with you, but there's nothing about the situation that's being filed that has a thing to do with the laptop. That's what he says. So, But here, here's, here's the problem. The laptop... Publicly publicly serviced October 2020. The FBI had it before then, long before then. Uh, The grand jury subpoena in hand, federal authorities seized the laptop in December of 2019. They did nothing. 
It contains all of the evidence about his drug use, business dealings, relationships. There's at least one angle of which publicly revealed materials from the laptop would intersect in the present case, meaning would intersect with him and the gun charge. Photos from the laptop showed Biden brandishing a handgun while he was a user of controlled substances. Under these circumstances, a defendant is typically disqualified from pretrial diversion, which, by the way, I can't remember who said it yesterday, but they said that's the equivalent of a police officer finding an 18-year-old with an open beer. That's a, that's a d- diversion program, Right. So uh, any pretrial diversion program, this is according to the Justice Department, and I don't want to get too thick in the weeds here, but according to the Justice Department, any pretrial diversion program created by a U.S. attorney's office shall exclude any individual who is accused of an offense involving brandishing or use of a firearm or other deadly weapon. He did so in those videos. You saw him waving that gun around, playing with that gun. He was standing there naked with that gun. Kaboom. So, diversion program goes out the window. But I doubt it will. I doubt it will. I saw this uh, this clip from a woman in Canada up there in the, the country of Canada. It's right north of America. It's like a, a big sucker fish on America, like a great white shark with the sucker fish. You got Mexico sucking on the bottom, and you got Canada sucking on the top. And so anyway, uh, uh, Canada, very similar to the United States. Their quarters look just like ours, except for they have Queen Elizabeth on them. And occasionally you'll get one rejected and it won't work in the soda machine. That said, Canada's pretty similar to America. There's a lot of French-speaking people up there and stuff. Yeah, but anyway. So uh, they've got the same kind of dynamic going up there with a dictatorial uh, leader in uh, Justin Trudeau and, and with Joe Biden here. And both of them have committed all sorts of offenses with regard to freedom of speech and expression and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and uh, it, like Canada did with the truckers' protest, it actually led the world. We have the First Amendment, but it took France and, and Canada to, to protest first about COVID restrictions and whatnot. Well, now, uh, here's a woman in Canada who's literally telling the Prime Minister of Canada that uh, uh, he, needs to, uh, he needs to be imprisoned. And this is how America's feeling right now. you got uh, 54, 53% of us saying that we know Hunter Biden got a sweet deal. We know that, that uh, 2016 was a stolen election. We know all of the things that have happened with regard to the government. But nobody's afraid to say, or everybody's afraid to say, people need to go to jail. I say people got to go to jail. I mean, for life. Minimum for life on a lot of these charges. But here is this woman in Canada. Listen to her talking to Justin Trudeau. It's so hard to be patient here with all of these lies. You've sold us out to globalism. Okay. You are not working for Canada. You are working for your globalist partners. I wonder how much they're paying you to betray Canada. What do we do with traitors in Canada, Uh-oh. Mr. Trudeau? We used to hang them. Whoa. Hang them for treason. And you're doing that very same thing to us now. We know what you're doing. Wow. I mean, that is, uh, that's pretty ballsy of someone to address the Prime Minister of Canada who literally sent Gestapo to churches 
to arrest pastors for having services during COVID. Even even literally taking the pastor out of his, his vehicle and uh, strong-arming him and arresting him and putting him in solitary. I think that's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing what she, uh, what she did there. Pretty awesome. Oh, uh, last night, by the way, I, I mentioned earlier today, Robert Kennedy Jr., he is um, tracking at about 20%. Um, and uh, Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are going to do everything they can to uh, not allow him to compete with Joe Biden. I don't agree with Robert Kennedy Jr. on a lot of his uh, social issues, particularly uh, banana, crazy, climate change nonsense. But I do believe that he is one of the first Democrats in a very long time to speak like a Roosevelt Democrat or to speak like a Kennedy Democrat. That is someone who believes in the country is founded, somebody who's proud of the country. We need a strong defense. We need to uh, to uh, decrease our global footprint as far as the military is concerned while maintaining a strong homeland, etc. Um, and, and he's very different, and that's why he's very powerful. And I said to you, he's the only Democrat I would be afraid of this election season. And I stand by that. I do. Uh, as a third party, if he decided and if they pushed him out as a third party, the Democrat Party would absolutely lose the 2024 election. I have no doubt about that at all. But last night, he was on with Greta Van Susteren on Newsmax, by the way. Newsmax is kicking butt, getting everybody who is somebody. And, uh, and by the way, Greta, uh, Greg Kelly... Uh, Rob Schmidt, they're not going to change their stripes. You can you can depend on Newsmax. But here she is last night talking to um, to uh, Greta Van Susteren about uh, military waste, and then he's going to move into China's plan for us and how COVID was just the start of something that we had no idea was going on. China doesn't want a war with us, but it does want to compete with us, and it wants to dominate us on the economic landscape. I'm not scared of that kind of confrontation. I think America, with our freedom in this country, with our uh, what, what uh, Franklin Roosevelt called America's industrial genius, our uh, our entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, we can compete with with China and anywhere in the world as long as we stop spending all of our money, wasting our money on our on these military expenditures that are bankrupting our middle class, destroying our industrial base. Now, I'm one of the few people on the radio as a conservative saying that, yeah, we need to look at cutting the military budget. I know that's sacrosanct, but I know uh, that billions and billions and billions of dollars are being wasted by the military, by the people in charge, not the rank and file, by the people in charge. There are hundreds and thousands of properties that the military owns that are abandoned, not used, there is money that nobody has any idea where it's going, and it does need a thorough colonoscopy and a budget cut, just to the important stuff. Now, this is uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. talking about COVID and something we didn't realize what was happening. Did you realize that there has been a, a Cold War and expansion, like nuclear stockpiling, of uh, viruses? Yeah, you're exactly right. And we know that the Chinese are developing... We have been in another arms race, and you had no idea. Ethnic bioweapons. Bioweapons that are designed to attack people of certain racial types. And, the, and we're doing the same thing. We've been collecting Chinese DNA 
We've been collecting Russian DNA yep. specifically for that. It, it, this arms race is a catastrophe. You know, in 1969, we, we had developed by then nuclear equivalency with bioweapons. So we could wow. eliminate the same numbers of people with bioweapons at, I think, 29 cents a death. They calculated wow. the Defense Department was, and the CIA. It's cheap. Even Iran could afford it. Calculated at that time. And President Nixon did the most extraordinary thing. He went to Fort Detrick and he said, we are unilaterally ending the bioweapons arms race. We are giving up all of our bioweapons. We're going to destroy them. The CIA continued to do secret bioweapons mm -hmm. production in our country. The Russians found out about that and rejigged their program. And then after 2001, we passed the Patriot Act, which reopened the arms race, which basically canceled out Nixon's 1979 agreement treaty. And to make it even worse, we paid for it. We paid for it in China. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, Men's Health Magazine is mocked for pushing the term gynosexual. Gynosexual. They've come up with a new term. It's gynosexual. And I guess I am one. I guess I'm a gynosexual. A G-U-Y. Anyway, that's coming up. And then also, uh, chest binders and sleeping bags. Summer camps for transgender kids as young as four is the new craze. Yeah. Okay. So uh, NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines totally destroyed the false claims of a, quote, queer activist in testimony before the U.S. Senate uh, during its protecting pride defending the civil rights of LGBTQIA plus Americans. Yesterday this happened, all right? So this activist named Kelly Robinson appeared before the committee to represent the Democrat side of the transgender athlete argument and made an outright false statement to a question posed by Louisiana Republican John Kennedy, who asked if she could give an example of any women playing in the NBA, among other things. We'll get to that one in a second. Now, Robinson is the first queer black president of the human rights campaign, which makes her historic. Just like Corinne Jean-Pierre, she said she's historic. You imagine if every historical figure opened a speech with, hey, I'm historic, they'd go, oh, yeah, okay, Greg, goodbye. But she's, she's historic. So when she claims to be the first queer, black, gender, human rights campaign president, apparently. Now, lost in all of this is the, uh, uh, and this is all uh, nonsense. All of this has been nonsense from the beginning. All of this has been an absolute affront to women. And, and all I would ask you to do, and unfortunately, it, I'm even saying the women in the audience, think of a woman that has spent every day of her life, uh, you know, since age six, been in the swimming pool, practicing her entire life to compete on the collegiate level. She is going forward and going to end her college career 
career as the best female college swimmer in the country among other accolades. And all of a sudden, the guy who was swimming last year as a dude, six feet four, wingspan of a Boeing, gets in the pool and beats everybody. Can you imagine how that feels? Here's a little bit of Riley Gaines' opening testimony yesterday on Capitol Hill. I recently graduated from the University of Kentucky where I was a member of the UK's women's swim and dive team. I proudly finished my career as a 12-time NCAA All-American, a five-time SEC champion, the SEC record holder in the 200 butterfly, making me one of the fastest Americans of all time a two-time Olympic trial qualifier, SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year, and SEC Community Service Leader of the Year. Wow. But all of that to say that it's a lifelong journey competing at that level, and it's impossible to put into work. Did Leah Thomas have those accolades as a guy? Nope. The amount of sacrifice and dedication that it takes. On March 17th of 2022, my teammates and I, as well as female swimmers from universities around the country, were forced to compete against biological male Leah Thomas. Thomas was allowed to compete in the women's division after competing as a member of the University of Pennsylvania's men's swim team for three years as Will Thomas. Insane. We watched on the side of the pool as Thomas swam to a national title in the 500 freestyle, beating out the most impressive and accomplished female. Can you imagine the heartbreak of these women? All swimmers in the country, including many Olympians and American record holders by body lengths. Previously, Thomas had been ranked 462nd at best in the men's division the year prior. The next day, I raced Thomas in the 200 freestyle, which ended up in a tie. Um, we went the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second. Yeah, but Leah was given the trophy because Leah is a trans athlete. Yeah, even though she was a dude last year. Coming up, the takedown part. This is where uh, Riley Gaines goes from uh, college graduate and athlete into folk hero that's on the way this is the rob carson show in the 60s we had lbj now we have fjb it's the rob carson show a couple of uh, quotes that were shared uh, from listeners to me, most recently uh, one um, from Napoleon. It is, uh, never interrupt an enemy when it's in the process of destroying itself. That's why I uh, you know, don't care about San Francisco. Let them do what they, they do. Let them defund the police. Let them do what they do. Let them destroy themselves. Uh, California is on the path to uh, destruction. Um, and, and many other municipalities are doing the same thing. The radical LGBTQ IA movement is in the process of destroying itself. Let them do it. Let them do it. That's what they're doing. One of the other ones was those who uh, believe absurdities can be made to commit atrocities. And we've seen this through history. Uh, we've seen this if you label a group, I don't know, like the Jews as uh, as demons, uh, then, then the people will commit atrocities. Those in power can commit atrocities. If you believe that a certain, um, I don't know, a candidate or a group of people are mega fascists or white supremacists or enemies of democracy, then you've essentially given those who might commit acts of violence against them permission to do so. Do you understand why that speech in front of uh, Constitu Independence Hall last year was so important? Uh, some other absurdities. If you believe that a cloth mask will prevent you from getting the deadliest virus 
supposedly ever. And if you believe that standing six feet away from someone versus five feet will save your life, then you will most assuredly say that uh, everyone should get vaccinated, including children, that schools should shut down, that businesses should shut down, and the economy should implode. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me relate it to uh, the trans athlete thing. If you believe that someone can take cross-sex hormones for a year and compete with women and everything's even and you are a woman at that point, then you'll commit atrocities like destroying the, the athletic careers, the pride, the scholarships, the hope of tens of thousands of women. And that's what has happened with this transgender nonsense. And I've said it from the very beginning, and everybody was afraid to say it because I literally I have a friend who just said on the air that she thought gender dysphoria was real. If you believe you can change your gender, there's no way you can. It's not possible. But if you believe it, you have the disorder. She got fired. She done. She's selling real estate now. I have no any sort of... Uh, uh, dislike or hate in my heart for the transgendered or gay people, for God's sake, no, I don't care. I don't care what you do, but when it involves children, I got a m- real problem with it. And if you, for instance, if you believe a man can become a woman and a woman can be a man as a child, you might consider doing, I don't know, puberty blockers and uh, mutilative surgery. Isn't that an atrocity? I would say it is. Do you believe the absurdity that a four-year-old would want to change his or her gender successfully? and then go through this, you commit the atrocity because you believe the absurdity. Same goes, like I said, with trans athletes. Leah Thomas, she was, she was a college athlete. You and I may have never even heard of her. She was a women's NCAA champion, swimmer. Most of us, the only way we'd ever maybe hear of her is in the Olympics. But she's on the map because a guy... 6'4", wingspan, you know, the size of a 747, gets in, gets to swim with the women, has no shame, no shame at all, feels no guilt about it at all. And then a mainstream news media that immediately takes sides with the popular and discards everything else. NCAA coaches, uh, administrators at universities that said suddenly Leah Thomas last year had to shower with the guys. This year she's in with the girls with his junk hanging out. And you expect women to just say, okay, that's psychosexual assault. That is psychosexual assault. And every person in this country who has a daughter, Every person in this country who has a mother, every person in this country who has a wife, every woman in this country should be absolutely outraged by this and demand that it end now. That we've gone this far with it is obscene. And yesterday on Capitol Hill, they invite this uh, Kelly Robinson, who is a bat guano crazy leftist, who claims to be the first queer black president of the human rights campaign. And they bring her before Congress yesterday. And uh, and Riley Gaines is invited as well. Let me start with this uh, little selection. This is Ted Cruz talking to uh, Kelly Robinson uh, about what a woman is. Again, this is an absurdity. To say you don't know what a woman is, is an absurdity. Ms. Robinson, do you agree with Ms. Gaines that there's a difference between women and men? 
If the question is about trans women... I'm just asking, is there a difference between women and men? Just I mean, what I can say here is that the NCAA has rules in place. They've had rules in place for the last decade. Answer and the when question. This competition okay, okay, I'm, I'm going to try again. The rules were clear. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? It, it's a yes-no question. It is, it, do you believe there's a difference? Oh, I think that we're talking about oh, this God. case with the NCAA. No, I'm asking a question. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? Most I, people could answer this very simply. I, I'm curious if you're... This is like saying, do you know the difference between a circle and a square? I'm not kidding. It's that obvious. Willing to do so. Oh, absolutely. I'm just putting it into the context of the that conversation yes? that we're having. I think that there are definitions related is, is, to is, sex. Is that a yes? Yeah. So I'm trying to get a yes or no. I'm not trying to get <laughs> get a speech. <laughs> oh, is I'm, there a difference between women and men? I think that there are definitions for biological oh, sex. Oh, so you're not answering that. Let me gender. ask you this question then: Why do women's sports exist? If you believe that you can change your gender with your mind, why can't you change your species? She, she admits that there's biological differences, but gender is in your brain. So if you can use your brain to pretend to be another gender, can't you be another species? If you can't define a difference between women and men, why not abolish women's sports and just tell little girls to swim with little boys and yes. see who wins? Oh, I'm simply saying that... Um that sex My question, and gender, why and I do, do believe why that women's, women's sports, sports have a great exist? value. I mean, Senator, I'll M tell you M right Ms. now. Ms. Robinson, please answer the question I'm asking you. Absolutely. Why do women's <laughs> sports exist? I think that there are so many positive benefits to sports. But I mean, why have a separate category oh. for women? If, if, you, if there's no difference between women and men, why to have women's sports? I'm saying that there's a difference between sex and gender, and that the NCAA has rules in place, which they have for the so last Mr. decade. Mr. Chairman, I, I would like to enter into the record an, an article from Duke, Duke Law called Comparing Athletic Performances for the Best Elite Women to Boys and Men. Yeah, we'll do that. See, it's absurd. It needs to be made fun of. This is something I did a year ago. Jim Gossett... We were the first to make fun of this nonsense. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender ban. Though my voice is deep and I've got facial hair. hair. They banned me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. You don't have to tell me to grow a pair. Already got it. Oh, yes, I'm a girl against women. Testicles. Testicles. I am woman. <laughs> Venus says that I can't swim. Yep. They claim that I am a him. But I'll be back. Just you wait and see. That's insensitive. Oh, yes, I'm a she. I even wear a dress. Though it's no mystery. The whole package I possess, but they banned me, banned me from everything. From everything. I have a brawn, brawn. I have a prostate gland, prostate gland. Woman. Yeah, I am. This is uh, John Kennedy talking to uh, this, uh, <laughs> this Kelly Robinson. And this is where Riley Gaines gets involved. This is where it gets real good. You don't believe that, that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as def a definitive statement. 
Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. Listen. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Yeah. Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams Listen. in tennis. Right. That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She Listen to this. Is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Riley. Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week. There you go. And here's Serena Williams talking about getting her clock cleaned by that dude. And you. Oh. Well, actually, it's funny because Andy Murray, he oh, he was been joking about um, myself and him playing a match. And I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. So I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 and five to six minutes maybe ten minutes because it's, no, no it's true it's honestly, true it's a completely really? it's a completely different sport the men are a lot faster and me and um they they get they serve harder they hit hard it's just a different game and i love to play women's tennis and i i only want to play girls because i don't want to be embarrassed i would not do the tour well she did actually male player karsten brash was already past his prime at 32 31 years of age ranked 203 in the world and then he played uh serena and he beat serena 6-1 in a single set winner takes all game and when it was time for venus to face him brash trounced her 6-2 6-2 and there's nothing wrong with that we're different it's okay. The other day, my wife was in trying to pick up tile in the bathroom floor. She's using a crowbar, and she's all of her might. She can't get up that subfloor. She's oh, and she would have been in there for three hours. And I went downstairs, and I got the ice chipper. And I said, just step back. And I, and I wasn't trying to be a, you know, I just knew that I could get it done. Fifteen minutes later, I had the entire floor gone. And I was cutting off nails with hitting it so hard that it was shearing the nails off. Because I'm big and strong. It's just the way it is. I can still bench press 250 pounds. You know, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it, it, it's, it's completely fine. But, you know, on top of not only just the trouncing that female athletes get, there's the humiliation. And here is Riley Gaines talking about that and taking Dick Durbin to task about just simply discarding the psychosexual assault that is happening against women across the country and around the world. And that's, that's the traumatizing part. Of course, the experience in and of the locker room itself is traumatizing, but I think for me, it was so easy for them to dismiss our rights to privacy. Um, Senator Durbin, in, in your opening statement, you had mentioned this rhetoric. It's, um, you had mentioned that, what message does it send to trans individuals? And my combat to that is what message does this send to women, Thank you. to young girls who are denied of these opportunities? Unbelievable. So easily their rights to privacy and safety thrown out of the window to protect a small population, protect one group as long as they're happy. What about us? 
That is. I remember when Title IX passed, and you think about uh, women athletes versus men athletes. Men athletes is a completely different ball game, as as it were. Uh, women um, compete with one another. They, if they are at the cream of the crop, they are fortunate, lucky to get a scholarship, if not a full ride scholarship. After college, there are very, very limited venues for them to pursue a professional career in sports. God knows we know this. The WNBA, you're going to make minor league baseball money. That's just the way it is. If you're lucky, you can make it to the Olympics. If you win a medal at the Olympics, you can achieve glory. For men, there is a prospect. There is a uh, uh, well-funded machine in college athletics to support male athletes, to get them to recruiters, to get them to pro careers, to become filthy, filthy rich, and somehow for for some reason, some people have decided to take that little thread of what female athletes have, which is only their competitive ability and their effort and their desire, and to take that little bit, all that they have, their reason for being an athlete, and do that to it. That's the problem with it. And that's why we have to absolutely reject all of this nonsense. It's not about hate. It's not about transphobia. We love God's children, but it is not fair for men to compete as women when they say they're women. It should be obvious. It should have been obvious from the beginning. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Opinions are easy. Entertaining? Not so much. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Rob in Middle River, Maryland joins us. Hello, Rob. What's on your mind today, bro? Uh, pretty good, sir. I can't comment anything else that you said about the uh, transgender athlete. I think you said it all. But there is something that I did want to say to you, and it was about a few commercials ago when you were talking about gold, and you mentioned the name Michael Savage. Yes. And I just wanted to compliment you on that because you are the only radio talk show host who has ever mentioned that man's name. Uh, this is just a very personal comment. I could be wrong on this, but I think they're all jealous of him. And he is one fabulously intelligent man. That's all yeah. I can say. And I'm so grateful that you gave credit to that man who has shared so much knowledge. I, I have a library of his podcast. Just yeah. phenomenal what you can learn from him. Well, I appreciate that, Rob. And I don't know if you knew this about uh, probably six months ago. Michael Savage made his return to radio debut on this show. He wanted to be on my show when he came back to the airwaves. And that oh, meant I, I know that. I, I mean, I've got it. It's on my podcast. If you just go to uh, uh, Newsmax.com slash listen, I'm not sure the exact date. I'll have to find that. But he did. He said he wanted to make his, his return to the airwaves on the radio, and he chose to do it on my show show because he listens and he also watches my TV show. And to me, that was the ultimate compliment because Michael Savage, regardless of whether you uh, believe everything he says, um, is a, uh, a brilliant, brilliant man. Uh, he is a, uh, a thought leader um, and he is unabashedly, uh, you know, uh, con convicted with his with his views. He never changes. He's, an, he's a remarkable individual. And so it meant a lot to me. So I, I appreciate that. 
that, uh, Rob, and and uh, and I was glad to. I'm not. It's, here's the thing, Rob. I I don't. I'm not going to rip on other uh, radio hosts unless they completely suck and are completely leftist. But generally, I I uh, I'm not here to compete with. I I welcome competition. I'm not jealous of anybody. I will take on any show in the country. I will. Um, you know, Clay and Buck. I wish them all of the best. But I hope that I have more affiliates than them someday. Um, but but respect. 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 Sorry, that station, once again, tell me one more time. I'm going to write it down. Newsmax? Yeah, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. You'll see all of the links for the uh, the podcast. And if you, I'll have to find it. But you scroll down, you'll see Michael Savage, you know, or even put Rob Carson, uh, Michael Savage podcast. You might Google that. It might show up. Okay. But uh, But check it out. And then call me back, Rob, if you, if you find it, okay? Will do, sir. All right, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I, and I talked about Michael Savage because um, Swiss America, I, they're an official sponsor of this radio program. And I remember hearing about Swiss America from Michael Savage. So uh, that made a big deal. And I was like, when I heard him talking about it, and, uh, and then I talked to my wife, we decided on Swiss America. And I'll just mention the number one more time. This wasn't a setup for the number. I just want to tell you. 800-289-2646. Mention my name, Rob Carson. You can get the secret war on cash. And consider moving your money to gold. And remember, that message and data rates apply. There you go. Um, I'm not going to have time to really get into this uh, article from Men's Health. It's, the article is entitled, Are You Gynosexual? Okay, so uh, they've gotten a lot of grief about this because, uh, uh, according to Men's Health Magazine, anyone attracted to a woman or feminine traits is a gynosexual. I bet that would work really well with the ladies. You're at a bar, you say to a woman, you know, like, hey, what's your name? Well, I'm whoever. And I say, I'm, I'm whoever. And you, what do you do for a living? Well, you know, I, I'm a radio personality and I'm also a gynosexual. You know, what's more sexual than the thought of stirrups in an annual visit? It's really kind of stupid. I'll save the rest of it for, the, this for tomorrow. I think uh, we'll keep that. And then also uh, the uh, chest binders and sleeping bags, summer camps for kids. That's going to be tomorrow as well. Let's take a break and come back and wrap this up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, have a glorious day. Check out the podcast, Newsmax.com slash listen. My inspirational story about uh, uh, overcoming my demons available. God bless you guys. See you tomorrow. Don't catch a stupid. See you.